0: to Impact Sports Daily, WDBM's daily rundown of all things sports. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Impact Sports Daily. Today is November 12th. I am your host, Matt Merrifield, joined today with Jay DeCoster. Got a full slate of football news coming up for you today, and let's get right into it. Last night on Thursday Night Football, the Dolphins upset the Ravens in a 22-10 win at home. Quite a shocking game. I don't think anybody expected the performance that we saw last night. Jay, what were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, a shocking performance by the Dolphins and Tua coming into the game in the second half. Look, that I wanted that fat man touchdown from the offensive lineman, but didn't didn't work out with the um, with the offense with the offensive uh, penalty there, but. Yeah, I mean the Ravens just didn't look prepared in my opinion. They a lot of penalties, a lot of turnovers, a lot of miss, a lot of miscues that they don't usually have, and yeah, pr- pretty shocking in my opinion. I don't know but what about you, Matt?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, definitely a sloppy game, even on both sides. Uh, I was kind of hoping that touchdown would have counted for yeah. uh, for the linemen. <laughs> obviously, at that point in the game, it was the o- first. It was at that point the only touchdown, but it obviously was called back. Um, I thought it was impressive how Tua came in off the bench, was supposed to be hurt, wasn't supposed to play, and uh, came in and was really nice. I think he threw for 150 yards and ran one in for a touchdown, and it was a, definitely a nice performance. And the Ravens, I, I'm not quite sure what I saw. I mean, coming in off a short week on Thursday night, football is always tough, but uh definitely wasn't what you'd expect from a Ravens team like that. Yeah,
1: especially, especially with Tua with the broken middle finger. I was impressed by his performance. You know, With his struggles and injuries this year and last year, it's nice to see a little bit of progression from him because I really thought he was going to be that next franchise quarterback from the for the dolphin for the dolphins since uh, since Dan Marino. So we'll see how that turns out moving forward. But yeah, Lamar Lamar you know, didn't look great last night. Sammy Watkins obviously with the fumble and Xavier Howard picked it up and ran in the end zone for a touchdown and. Yeah, and then the Ravens going to next week. You take on a Bears team on the road, that you know not a very good, not a very good team, but they can show some fight, especially with that heartbreaking loss to the Steelers. So I'll just see what that goes for the Ravens as they are six and four.
0: Yeah, definitely. And for the Dolphins, uh, maybe this can propel their season even a bit. Uh, obviously, a rough start uh, now with two straight wins, and the next three games before their bye week, they go to the Jets, which they can very much win the Panthers who have not played very well as of late at home and then they host the New York Giants so definitely an opportunity for them to get back on track and get close to 500 obviously where we expected this team to be coming into the season after the I would say a pretty good season they had last year and the defense last night definitely looked like it did last year it was one of the best that was one of the best defensive performances I've seen from them all year and it was definitely nice to see him get back to that form that they were at for most of last season.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you're right. Uh, top five defense last year for the Dolphins, with a lot of their guys returning, um, by the likes, of, except for like Kyle Van Noy and some of those guys. But yeah, they they played great last night. You know, back to that top five defensive performance that they, had, like I said, like they had last year. And it's good to see because they've they've taken a step back a little bit. And, you know, the offense hasn't really helped either, but the offense was able to get some of the job done. So good to see from them for a struggling team this year. So
0: Yes, most definitely. And now in some other big NFL news, some free agent signings yesterday. Odell Beckham signed with the L.A. Rams. How about after, that? How about that after being released by the Browns this earlier this week. And then Cam Newton is going to return to Carolina. I could hear uh, Nathan Stearns, our broadcaster, yeah. out there <laughs> losing his mind from wherever he was in East Lansing yesterday. Uh, I know how he feels about Cam Newton, but what do you think of the signings?
1: Uh, for Odell, for the Rams, I mean, it's just the rich get richer. I mean, you get Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Odell Beckham Jr. for Matthew Stafford. I mean, how about that? And then y'all, oh yeah, by the way, you get Von Miller on the defense with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Look, this is Super Bowl bust. This is a, this is a de- the definition of going all in and trying to beat Tom Brady and the Bucks or Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's a pretty good signing. You know, people are some people are saying like he's a locker room distraction, you know, with the Giants and the Browns. We'll see how that goes. And if Odell can prove that what he you know, what he once was a few years ago, I think it's I think it's a good signing. And as far as for the Panthers, you know, look, Sam Darnold's out for four to six weeks with that with that shoulder fracture. <clears throat> you might as well bring in a guy like Cam Newton that won an M V P for you, is the all time leading rusher and, and passer. So it's 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 great to see for the Panther fans and a little deja vu and getting, getting back a former MVP. So,
0: yeah, definitely for the Rams. It's interesting to see how uh, Odell will fit in that offense. Obviously, he was unhappy with his role in Cleveland, and now he's coming to L.A. He expects to win, and I mean Cooper Cup might break. Uh, Michael Thomas's record for receptions this year. He's having an absolute monster Robert Woods is having a great year. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see how they try and implement Odell and get him into the offense. But obviously ha- having all the all three of those receivers as weapons is going to be really good for Matt Stafford. Uh, like you said, it's Super Bowl or bust. They're really putting their fists down and saying this is going to be our year. So definitely definitely the team to watch now if they weren't already. And it should be an exciting finish yeah. to the season for especially for Williams. Wait. Exactly. And... For Cam Newton, uh, I was kind of hoping I'm not obviously he won't start this week, but I'm excited to see how P.J. Walker does. The former yeah. XFL should have would have been MVP had they finished their season before COVID happened a couple years ago. Um, but I I'm excited to watch him play, and I'm interested to see how Cam Newton comes back and see how the fans accept him, and see how he just he does and back in Carolina and see if he can you know re. You know, resave his career or just kind of keep it afloat, especially after the rough stretch he had in New
1: England. Last yeah, couple of years. I think they'll accept him pretty well, you know. Former MVP, took him in the Super Bowl, went 15-1. And yeah, I am interested to see how he does because last year he struggled. Like you said, he struggled with New England. Um, He got cut by Bill Belichick out of all people and he comes back to his old stomping grounds, and he's got some weapons. He's got D.J. Moore, Robbie Anderson, so we'll have to see how it goes. You know, decent offensive line and CMC back there. Um and we'll see
0: most definitely now moving into some college basketball michigan state looks to bounce back tonight and get their first one of the season their home opener against western michigan at six thirty tonight what do you look to, uh obviously you probably think state's gonna win tonight yeah they definitely should handle western michigan but uh who, what do you look to expect in the, their performance tonight I'm,
1: I'm expecting more out of uh better or not better but more of A.J. Hogarth, like what he did against uh, Kansas, just getting to the basket, hitting down the mid, mid-range jumper. A.J. Hogarth's been you know, only one game this far, so far, but he's looked very nice, very good, and I hope I hope he can continue it because I'm very high on A.J. Hogarth this year, and especially you know the tough start for Max Christie. I expect him to bounce back in a big way tonight, so I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I definitely think tonight will be a good night for Christie to really mm-hmm. get acclimated in the offense. Playing on the Champions Classic as a freshman can be daunting, especially mm-hmm. at MSG um but and for whole you definitely want to see kenny repeat his performance from tuesday if he can continue and play like that all year and once tyson walker gets acclimated as well this offense is really going to roll and they're really going to be a true threat i think more than people expect in the big 10. uh i expect uh some more good performances down low from the big men marble i think did a great job off the bench on tuesday night I agree. And I think Bingham is such a great threat. They do a great job. They're both slightly different. Uh, Marble's more strength and Bingham's a little more length, but they both do a great job of controlling the paint. And I'm interested to see if they can just continue to rotate and uh, control the paint for the Spartans tonight.
1: You know Tom Izzo doesn't like the turnovers. 16 turnovers for MSU on Tuesday, and I expect them to cut those turnovers like basically in half because obviously we don't, no coach likes turnovers, and you're not going to win a game when you have 16 turnovers. And you also got to hit your free throws. This is this is a thing that has been a, be, kind of been, been becoming a trend for MSU over the last couple of years. Not hitting your free throws, which you know free throws are very important, and you need to hit them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting those two key elements to be much improved. So,
0: yeah, it's definitely a good game for the Spartans to tune up themselves and get ready as they travel to Butler next week. Uh, Butler not, not ranked, but Hinkle is, have games. it's a tough, tough game to play, tough place to play. Uh, definitely a game that is quite that will be quite difficult for the Spartans, especially if they're not ready. Butler is always a strong team, so it's, this will definitely be a good test and good uh, preparation for that one next week. And now let's get into some college football picks, some big games coming up this weekend. Two top 15 matchups and another top 20 matchup. Let's get, start with a noon game. Michigan travels to Penn State. Who do you think comes out on top this
1: week? Um, you know, I like Penn State at home. I really do. I think this is a must-win game for them, one of the best defenses in the Big Ten and in the country. Yeah, I, th- I think Penn State, you know, after, after that really tough loss to Illinois, I think they're starting to get their groove a little bit. They only lost to Ohio State by 10 and kept, kept that game pretty close. So, yeah, I like Penn State in this matchup, man. What about you? I
0: def. I, I also like Penn State to get the upset. I think they should be ranked, uh, regardless. Yeah, I don't know form.
1: how they're not ranked. That's, they're six and three. They, I mean,
0: yeah, they're definitely a uh, top twenty team in the country. Yeah. Uh their defense is, I think, arguably the best in the Big Ten or one of the best. They are very strong. Uh, and I, at home, it's uh, Happy Valley is such a tough place to play. Harbaugh has had a real tough time going to and beating Penn State on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, to note, it's not actually a whiteout because they already had their whiteout game. It's really, lobbed. a stripe out kind of the, the stripe out. the The stadium will look like their football helmet, so the middle section of the stadium. I mean, it's kind of a side, whiteout. It's pretty it's much a It's basically a whiteout, a,
1: basically a yeah. whiteout but it's, they kind of like want You know, hey, can we do another whiteout? But we're gonna we're gonna put a stripe in the in, in the ex- at the 50 ex- yard ex- exactly. line. Exactly. To copy our helmets, but, so but uh, I mean,
0: hundred thousand fans in Happy Valley are never easy to play in front of, and I think that's why Penn State will. Come out with the upset. Another noon game. The uh, top fifteen matchup. Number eight Baylor travels to Waco to take on number thirteen Baylor. What do you expect to see? Yeah,
1: this is this is a, the first real test for Oklahoma. Look, that they've people are saying this should be in the college football playoff, and I I think so too. I think they've been getting snubbed by the committee, um, and they're and they're number eight. I think. Oklahoma comes out and proves that they are they they belong in the college football playoff. I think they beat Baylor on the road. I think it'll be a very close game, probably like a three-point game. But you know, Baylor coming off that tough loss against TCU, um, yeah, I like Oklahoma to win this game. What about you?
0: Yeah, I definitely think Baylor. I think they'll cover the five-point mm-hmm. spread. Yep. But uh, but I think Oklahoma is going to take this opportunity to go out and show to the, the playoff committee that they're being punished for the play they had under Spencer Rattler. They've been a much different team with Caleb Williams, a, a, a quarterback. And I definitely think they're going to use this opportunity of this week on the road. And then in two weeks, they travel to Stillwater and take on a top 10 team in Oklahoma State. And I think they're going to use both those games to really propel themselves and say, hey, we are a top four team. We are going to win this conference and you should give us more respect.
1: Yeah, I agree. And Bedlam is going to be ridiculous this year. But take care of Baylor and yeah, we'll have to see. So,
0: Yes, most definitely. Another big game, a Big 10 game number 19 Purdue travels to Columbus to take on the boiler or the Buckeyes in Ohio State. Can the spoiler makers return?
1: Well, they are ranked now, so I don't believe so. Yeah, I, tough test for Ohio State obviously all, at home, but yeah, Purdue with Aidan O'Connell just made MSU's secondary look like re, just look blind out there. And David Bell, he's going to be a first round pick obviously. What he what he did against MSU's secondary was other otherworldly, over 200 yards receiving, and you could just see you could just see. David Bell's a first round pick with his speed and athleticism, yeah. But I, I like Ohio State in this game. Um, I think it'll be a little closer than people think, but yeah, I like Ohio State to to keep their college football ch- playoff chances alive here.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, the stat everybody loves to throw around is how Purdue has beaten 17 unranked uh, top, as an unranked team. They've beaten 17 top five ranked opponents in the Mm -hmm. it's in top five of the AP poll Ohio State is actually sixth in the AP poll and Purdue is obviously ranked so I don't think the magic will strike for the spoiler makers this weekend sorry Purdue sorry yeah you had your fun you had your fun you still have a shot in the Big Ten West that that is such a tough division it's so close coming down the stretch but a win the win today a win this weekend would be huge for them but I just don't see it happening in Columbus Now an SEC matchup, a big one, top 15, number 11, Texas A&M travels to Oxford to take on the number 15 Ole Miss Rebels. What do you expect? I like,
1: ah, man, this is tough. I mean, obviously it's two and a half. Vegas is going to make this a close game. Um, You know, I got to go with Ole Miss here. I think Matt Corral at home can be able to shut down this really good Texas A&M defense. And, you know, Texas A&M, one of the best defenses in the country, what they did last week against Auburn was ridiculous. But, yeah, I like Ole Miss in this game at home um, against a good Texas A&M team. So
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, o- uh, A&M, obviously, their defense looked outstanding last weekend, mm-hmm. shutting down Bo Nicks. I-, I I also will be taking Ole Miss this weekend. I think being at home for Ole Miss is going to make the difference. Game day will be there. It's going to be an electric atmosphere. And I think Matt Corral is going to go out and show why he is such a highly touted quarterback prospect because he's he runs this awesome offense there at Ole Miss. I think they're going to continue to roll and run through the A&M defense. Mm-hmm. And finally, the big game for here in East Lansing. This Maryland comes into town and plays number seven Michigan State. State will yeah. be, State will be wearing their neon uniforms this oh, weekend. Lord. Who do you how do you think this one's going? I to I mean,
1: come? yeah, I like Michigan State to win the game. Yeah, uh, you know, I think this is this is the type of game where. You have to prove to the com- to the committee that you are f- you're for real, um, in terms of you know playing a lesser opponent and blowing them out. I would say, but yeah, I like Michigan State to win this game by at least few- a few scores. So, I mean, the defense is a concern, obviously. This the secondary is n- banged up right now. The linebackers are banged up. Panishuk is still injured. Um, but yeah, I like MS. I like MSU to win this game pretty handily. So
0: I would like to know I do love the neon uniforms that state wears especially when you they wear the pants wow I, don't, I just I like it it's a weird look but I love it uh anyways I think the weather will play in the favor of Michigan State tomorrow it's supposed to be a wintry mix nice and cold and wet snowy it's not going to favor the passing offense of Maryland and I think Michigan State comes out and says that they're upset and shows that they're upset about their ranking of being be- put behind Michigan and then I think they're going to roll uh the Terps tomorrow
1: yeah I agree <clears throat> I agree so
0: uh, and moving on, now we're gonna go into NFL picks. Starting off with the Lions, they traveled to Detroit, or travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Did the Lions get their first win of the year?
1: Fortunately, not. Lions fans, look, the Steelers got kind of the, the Steelers got. I mean, no bias, no bias here, but a little bit of a lucky win, I would say. You know, the Tony Corrente with the hip check on uh, Cassius Marsh for the Bears, and the Steelers. Like, look, they're not the Steelers aren't a bad team, but like, did they have any business winning that game? I, I, I'm not I'm not so sure, but I like the Steelers to win this game against a Lions team that's just struggling on all sides of the ball this year. So,
0: I will also be taking the Steelers this weekend. I'm curious to see, I think this is one of those games where the Steelers do let down and it'll be a lot closer than you expect. Obviously, the Steelers don't have an explosive offense by any means, which probably favors the Lions, even though their defense isn't that good. They'll still be able to control Big Ben yeah, and, that, you... and that offense, and then... I I think Jared Goff's gonna struggle to move the football this weekend uh, against the Steelers. Obviously, uh, Steelers' defense is amazing, and it's the reason why they are as good as they are this year. But uh, I still have to take the Steelers
1: at home. Yeah, and you mentioned the letdown game for the Steelers. This has been this has been a trend for them like forever now. Like like coming off of a nice win, and you you kind of let down against a bad right. team yeah. like on the road, and it's been kind of a trend at home this year. Um, so yeah, we'll have to see, but I think it could be a I'd say like a six or seven point game and the Lions eight so maybe the Lions could cover so.
0: Yeah it definitely helps that the Lions coming off a of bye and the Steelers are coming in a short week off of Monday Night Football so we'll have to wait and see I think it'll definitely the I think the Lions will cover the eight point spread spread however but I'd probably still go with the Steelers. Another one o'clock kick game we have the Browns traveling to New England Foxborough to take on the Patriots. Who do you think? Come I like the Browns in
1: this matchup. I think the Browns are, stro- are kind of starting to find their groove a little bit. They're getting more healthier. I think the Patriots, a little bit of an over-ach- overachieving team this year, my, in my opinion. But I think the I think this is the time for the Browns to turn on. They got they got Miles Garrett back there still. He's he's starting to get more healthy. Baker Mayfield's back, and Odell's out of there. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield's starting to form a v- very nice connection with Donovan Peoples Jones, the Michigan man. And yeah, I like the Browns in this game on the road.
0: I'm definitely torn on this one. Foxborough is a tough play to go and win. I think that Bill Belichick's going to do a good job of stopping uh, Baker Mayfield and really uh, limiting their pass game. And they uh, that Patriots defense is so good yet again. Obviously last year a lot of guys sat out, but they're all returned this year. And so I'd probably I still think I'm going to go with the Browns. Having Odell out of town and having that distraction gone has really helped them just move the ball and let that offense do what it needs to do to win. But I think that uh I think that'll be close. Actually, the Patriots are two and a half point favorites, which I think is interesting. But uh, I'd still go with the Browns this weekend on yeah. the road. Uh, no, another big game. You have the Saints traveling to Tennessee to take on the Derrick henry list Titans. Who do you think's yeah, got I, this one? I got the
1: Titans in this one. Look, Trevor Simeon. Like with all due respect, I mean he he lost to the Falcons on the road, and the The Titans, you know, going on the road against the Rams team on Sunday Night Football and just beating down, be, beating them down, basically kind of a blowout. And Matthew Stafford, uh, yeah, I like the Titans at home in, in this one. I just think the Titans are just a much better team in this one.
0: It's definitely an interesting one. I think the uh, Saints defense will do a good job of shutting down the Titans, but I mean, it's tough to say that that was a really rough loss for the Saints last week against the Falcons, one you definitely should win regardless of who was at quarterback. I'm probably going to go with the Titans again. They really they really showed out last weekend against the Rams and shut down Matt Stafford for most of that game and really limited the Rams. Yeah, so without Derrick Henry, they, which is crazy. Exactly, so I definitely they surprised a lot of people, and that's why I am going to go with the Titans this weekend. And the final game, we have Sunday Night Football. The Chiefs travel to Vegas to take on the Raiders.
1: This is a tough one. Look, the Chiefs have been... They have been struggling just like very badly on offense. They only scored thirteen points against the Packers and Jordan Love. But I gotta go Chiefs I gotta go Chiefs here. I think this could be the week that they get their offense rolling. Uh, the Raiders not a very not a very good defense, and especially with I, th- I think I think this is the point of the season with every single year. Sorry Raiders fans, but they always find a way to collapse in this point of the season. So yeah, I got I, I think the Chiefs will win this game.
0: I will be going with the Raiders this weekend really? at home. Last year, the chi- or, uh, the Chiefs struggled with the Raiders. I think both games were one possession game, both very high-scoring games, which I think it will be this weekend. I agree that the Raiders will have a downfall. They have a very tough schedule to finish the season, yeah. going to Kansas City again later on, going to Cleveland, going to Indy, wow. going to Dallas, playing the Bengals next weekend. So I definitely think that the downfall is coming. But I don't think it starts this week, and I think they go out and pull one out on Sunday Night Football and beat the Raiders or beat the Chiefs. I'm sorry. I think they're a little, slightly more of a complete team. I like their defense. I love their pass rush. So I definitely think they're going to cause problems for Patrick Mahomes. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see.
1: Yeah. You know, to add to that, you know their secondary, it's you know, it's it's not bad, but I just I think Patrick Mahomes. This is this is the week where he can. Uses weapons Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill but we'll have to see because last year the Raiders kept it close at, at Vegas with no fans so we'll have to see that's interesting they get the fans back at, at Vegas on Saturday night so we'll have to see how the Chiefs can handle that so yeah most definitely
0: well that's going to do it for us today here at Impact Sports Daily I I was your host Matt Merrifield with Jada Decoster today and I hope you have a great rest of your weekend you've been listening to Impact Sports Sports Daily. Our thanks to Impact's General Manager, Jeremy Whiting, Station Manager, Amber Kienetsky, and Programming Director, McKenna Lowndes. For more, visit impact89fm.org slash sports.